All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and welcome to this daily morning podcast from Bloomberg Quint. My name is Neeraj Shah. Let's get started with the international news flow. U.S. President Donald Trump said on Tuesday that the U.S. dollar is at a disadvantage compared with other major currencies like the euro as central banks keep interest rates lower while the Federal Reserve's rates are higher by comparison, taking another dig at the U.S. Fed Reserve. Trump tweeted that the euro and the other currencies are devalued against the dollar, which puts the U.S. at the advantage, a disadvantage rather, adding that the Fed does not have, quote-unquote, a clue. U.S. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said in an interview that Chinese tech giants Huawei and ZTE present national security risks to the United States for different reasons, adding that both were doing practices that the U.S. thinks are potentially injurious to the national security, thus defending the actions that the Trump administration took against each of those companies. U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo will meet with Prime Minister Narendra Modi and External Affairs Minister S. Jayashankar later this month in New Delhi as per the State Department of the United States of America. Pompeo will travel to four countries in the Indo-Pacific region from June 24th to June 30th and the spokesperson mentioned that the meeting will discuss the ambitious agenda of U.S.-India strategic partnership without divulging any further details. Back home, there was a lot of news flow post-market hours. A new study by former Chief Economic Advisor Arvind Subramanian says that growth in India was overestimated between 2011 and 2017. Rather than growing at about 7% a year in that period, growth was about 4.5%. This is as per the research paper published by the Center for International Development at Harvard University. The government on its part stoutly defended India's official growth estimates, strongly arguing that these were backed by a statistically rigorous method that both the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank have validated. In company-specific news, private sector lender Yes Bank continues to see a churn at the board level with another two directors stepping down this week. In a latest development, non-executive independent director Mukesh Sabarwal resigned to pursue academic interests. Just yesterday, Ajay Kumar had resigned from the board. This is now the fifth board resignation in under a year from the bank. Divan Housing Finance has paid out 962 crores in overdue interest payments on its non-convertible debentures. This is as per the company statement and notice sent to the stock exchanges yesterday. Remember last week, the housing finance firm had delayed payments due to a continuing liquidity crunch. The statement from the lender said, and I quote, With this tranche, the company confirms full payment and will seek rating upgrades from agencies. Since September 2018, the company has managed to make liabilities payments over rupees 36,000 crores without availing any fresh funding from any lender. Unquote. In news developments for the ADAG group after the con call yesterday, Pricewaterhouse and company have resigned as the statutory auditor for Reliance Capital and Reliance Home Finance. PwC noted certain observations and transactions in its assessment, which, if not resolved satisfactorily, might be significant or material to the financial statements and said that it did not receive satisfactory response to its queries. 
PwC further stated that the company did not convene an audit committee meeting within the expected time, and the company also stated that it might initiate appropriate legal proceedings against the firm. Asian equities have opened flat to marginally mixed after the U.S. stocks halted a five-day winning streak. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended the day down 14 points at 26,048-odd levels, erasing a gain of 185 points intraday. The S&P 500 slipped marginally lower at 2,885, while the Nasdaq uh, finished just below the break-even levels of 7,822. As I said, the early risers in Asia have started on a flattish note. It's over to Darshan Mehta for the stock-specific action and India-specific action for the day. Good morning, Darshan. Hi, Neeraj. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Some of the stocks that you need to watch out for, watch out for Reliance Industries. Reliance as well as BP sanctioned third phase of integrated KGD6 development. The total investment for the three projects in this part are pegged at 35,000 crores. Some bit of positive news coming in from Devan Housing. The company says it has cleared all its overdue payments on NCD due on June 6. The company says it will seek a ratings upgrade from the agencies. Gujarat Pipawaport says that they will suspend operations from midnight of June 11th till June 13th for 48 hours. The halting of operations is due to a cyclonic storm which will be crossing the coast of Gujarat. Adani Green Energy, the promoters plan to sell 5.98% stake in the company at a four-floor price of 43 per share. The share of the promoter will drop to 74.9% from 86.5% post this OFS. One more resignation from Yes Bank. Mukesh Sabarwal has resigned from the post of non-executive director with effect from June 10th. Avenue Supermarts will be in focus. The company will be holding its annual analyst meet today, so that will be interesting. In terms of bulk deal, Washington University sold 72,000 shares of Repro India. The promoters of Eros have created a pledge of 65.2 lakh shares from June 6 to June 11. In terms of some brokerages, uh, Edelweiss has initiated on AU Small Finance Bank with a buy rating and a target price of 880. Deutsche Bank has cut the target price on Maruti to 6325. They remain cautious as the market share decline could trigger further derating. SRF met the management of City and they have told them that the speciality chemical business remains on track to grow 40 to 50% year on year in FY20 and the fluorochemical business guided to grow at 20 to 25% YOY in FY20. And finally, IIFL downgrades Dr. Lal Pathlabs one notch as slowing volume growth makes them cautious. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloombergquin.com and click on the All You Need to Know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade. Thanks for that, Darshan. And for all of us cricket fans, some good news and some bad news. The bad news is that informed senior India opener Shikhar Dhawan has been ruled out of at least three World Cup matches after sustaining a hairline fracture on his left hand. While it is a blow to the team ahead of India's third game against New Zealand, the good news, as I said, is that there is a chance that he will recover and therefore the team management has not sought any replacement. Thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast from Bloomberg Quint. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.